on this episode of the Parent Cocktail Hour. But because I didn't want to like look somehow fun of my parents and hear that, oh, you is that something that you don't finish or why do you spend all this money kind of thing. It's like I was in this area of my life where I just didn't know what I was doing. Limbo. Limbo. And I think that's a terrible place because I feel like our, our, our parents or our culture don't, don't, don't push you to just do what you want to do because at the end of the day, no one really knows what they want to do until they're actually in it. And the thing is, you know what's actually funny? Our parents were the... Is my, they were the master pioneers the, of doing everything. They were the pioneers of just my doing everything. My mother was a fashion designer, then she was a nurse, then she uh, was a hairdresser, and then she became, I'm ready for then she became a doctor of, 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 of podiatry, which is... Welcome to the Parents Cocktail Hour. I'm Michael, and this is my... I'm Blessing. Okay, oh. I'll just go. I was about to give you a really like extravagant introduction, like the wonderful, the great, the good-looking, the sexy, the phenomenal. Oh, oh wow! No, carry on, carry on. No, 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 you know, and those people who just do not take life too seriously. Preach! But yeah, um, do you want to add anything? What well, to expect? Expect a little bit of profanity, a little bit of TMI. Yeah. 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 Okay. Ah. There you go. Bye. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another week. How are you guys doing? What's going on? How's the week been? Babes, want to mm? tell them how the week's been? Mm. It's a pandemic, isn't it? It's a pandemic. Um, well, I think, let's be frank, this week has been overshadowed by the looming, looming? The current. The looming election, is it? No. As, as of this the, point the, in time, we're recording we're, this on the Friday. We're recording it on Friday and we're still waiting. Yeah, there's no results yet, bruv. It's, it's like a movie. Yeah. It's proper Every movie. single day. By the way, guys. I'm actually not lying. I had a nightmare <laughs> that out of the blue, Trump had more votes. And I literally woke up mid middle of the night, like three o'clock. That blessing legit actually woke up and she had like cold sweat. And I just, I don't even understand why it's, why it's affecting me so much. And I checked my phone. Bad trickling. Yeah, bad trickling, bad, bad trickling. And I checked my phone and I was like, oh, still the same. Phew. I literally had it moved from like yeah eight hours before we went yeah. to sleep. So it's like cool. It must be crazy. What what do you think is like happening? Like in the Biden camp in particular, no one like no, no one knows yet. He's so close, but yet not close. Mm. Guys, oh, I just realized I'm still sober. You know, tip tip. Just, just want to quickly um change that. You know, change the change the dynamic. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So um, yeah, so basically, it's just 
that's really overshadowed the whole week. Mm. Just checking my phone all the time, refreshing it, um, checking Twitter, reading what people Literally, are saying. Since Tuesday, bruv. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some coding breakthroughs, but then at the same time, coding is coding, isn't it? So it's just headache. Yep, from one one victory to another battle, right? Yeah. It's just headache. Of course. Cool. And I keep saying to Mike, this is headache. I don't even know why I embarked on this journey. But I do know why. Because I didn't want to, to be held hostage. I say hostage. That's, not, that's a bit of an extreme word to use. But held in some form of bondage, to be frank, mm. with um, potential CTOs that just have zero intentions for me. Um, it's legit. CTOs being um, the people that are supposed to build my ideas. And at the same time, they're supposed to also be co-founders. So they've got, uh, you know, they've been given an equal equal amount of the business. They're going to be considered co-founders of the business, but yet have zero Fs. Zero motivation to mm. do diddly, sc- and then and what what's actually pissed me off is that the people I've met in the past to be CTOs, they are like really really senior in their field. They've been you know hired in like hired to do big things in companies. So really, if they needed, if they wanted to build something, they can easily do it. Like in let's give the, if they wanted to, they can do it in a few months. And then what they do, because they think that you don't know anything with regard to a tech. They just long it out. They long it out. And then when you do your updates, they show you small, small things. That... Cheers, by the way. Cheers. <laughs> they show you... Oh, cheers, babes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they show you small updates, making you think, oh, okay, that that's something that's a change but you don't know that that change they literally just did a, a couple lines of couple lines of code just before you you know met up with them um and it's not like they've really been um, like dedicating time to it mm. and you can't and back in the day because i didn't know code i i didn't know what to say i couldn't say to them you know surely you could do this and do you know what i mean mm. And I just feel like all these years, my time has been wasted. So even though I feel like this whole process is long, because it it is, it just feels long. But even though this process is long, it's worth it for me. Mm. Because, yeah, I'm kind of in my own personal apprenticeship in a way. Like, I'm trying to... I'm learning on the job. I'm watching tutorials when I don't understand how to do something. I'm reading the documentation when I don't understand how to do something. And I'm just doing trial and error. I'm really trying my best to actually understand what I'm doing at the same time. Um, and yeah, on Stack Overflow, which is like this forum place. So I'm like doing that just so that I can make my ideas become a reality. And even though it's stressful for me and I've cried so many times, I'm not going to lie, guys, I cry so often. Um, part of the journey, man. It's part of the journey, yeah. Um I feel like it's still worth it. And mm. I keep saying to Mike, it's taken so long. Like, because basically, guys, I think I talked about this maybe a few podcasts ago, but I had to pretty much start the app all over again. Yeah. Um, but I'm back to I'm back to where I was when I had to start all over again. So mm. I'm back to about 75%. But yeah, like 
I keep saying to Mike, but it's taking so long. And Mike's just like, just you keep going. Years. You've got to remember, you're, you're, yeah. you're building a big idea and yeah. you're also learning at the same time. It's going to take time. Yeah. I mean, what people, what you're doing, people have spent months, years trying to do it and you're trying to do it. You're, you're, you're not even trying, you are doing it mm. on the job. So of course, there are going to be a few bumps but all is just learning curves and as you learn it, it's just going to be part of your arsenal yeah. and then boom, the next idea and the next idea, the next idea. But, and, you know, before that, you'd be knocking ideas out like it's chicken and chips, man. Mm. Put it in a fryer, three and a half minutes, you're done, boom. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. Um, as for me, uh, we had a, 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 had a couple of client projects this week. Mm. Uh, it was pretty good it's pretty mellow we can compare it to yeah. others um i feel like last week was half term um and i feel like this is like quarter term in the sense of like kids are back to school thank god, thank god. but um yeah the things are still a bit mellow and obviously now oh there's we're, we're a lockdown here in the uk if you're listening abroad as well um so that's not gonna that's that's a bit rubbish isn't it but schools are still open mm-hmm. which is which is fine bring on lockdown it's cool um oh yeah and today um we sacked our accountants yeah (laughs) honestly babe i really don't want to talk about it (laughs) well i really don't want to talk about it long story short find good accountants accountants who don't help you save money are not good accountants we did speak about it like a few months ago maybe a couple months ago that we were looking for a new accountant but the thing is we don't want to move to a new accountant yet because we have such a big tax bill that we have to clear. I don't think it's dependent on the accountant. The thing, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, is that I want us to kind of like, once we've cleared that, mm. and then um, and then once we've cleared that, then it's, it'll be better to kind of like start fresh. But, we've, but we're obviously going to get like the um, zero yeah. and stuff. But Guys, you've just got to be in control of your own, yeah. own shit, man. Honestly. Um, we're going to take a book, book bookkeeping course yeah. and we're going to um, just try to learn a bit more. But we've been watching loads of like videos and stuff like that and that's what's really helped us this year to be a bit more smarter with mm. things. But to be frank, because we're in a pandemic, the level of business that we had last year <clears throat> compared to this year, it's not yeah. been great. It's, 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 but, it's a bit lower than yeah. usual, but... It's a pandemic, isn't it? But you know, we're positive figures. We're, yeah. Do you say uh, positive figures? Yeah, we're positive. We're positive, positive individuals. We're positive. You know? We, we, know don't, we don't worry too much about it. We know everything always works out. Everything always works out. And that's why we can drink on a Friday night and be happy with life. <laughs> but yeah, everything always works out. And uh, <laughs> we're Christians. So we know that our Lord will continue to provide us of all our needs. We should not lean on our own understanding. We Amen. just continue to Amen. trust in him. Amen. So yeah, so that's what we're going to keep doing. Yeah. So basically, guys, I was having a bit of a moment, even just probably even before this, before we started to film, uh, film, shoot, I guess it's film as well. <laughs> so yeah, good. we're filming now. <laughs> so before we started to film, and I was like to Mike, I really hate the fact that I don't understand and speak Yoruba. Mm. So obviously, guys, I say Bawoni at the end of it, which is Yoruba, if you guys didn't know. But I'm probably not pronouncing it correctly. 
because for you let, personally, let's, just fine. Let's blame Mike, if anything. So you can't blame me. You're, you're, you're blameable. You're blameable. No, no, I'm saying for me pronouncing it like that now. You're pronouncing it fine. Okay. Do you remember like this time last year we have we had a proper like you know sit down debate of how you're pronounce how you're how you're pronouncing it and I swear you even recorded it. Okay, okay but anyways, yeah. so guys, here's the thing. It bothers me that I can't speak Yoruba. I think I've spoken about this um, quite a few times anyways. But it really bothers me that I can't speak Yoruba and it bothers me that I don't understand it. So there are aspects of Yoruba that I understand. So let's say somebody says something. Let, so for example, I was watching a video um, that was actually on Shadeborough. And Kapi, um, we, we absolutely loved the, um, the at, Atidola. We love that family dollars. so much. You just remember the dollars. 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 <laughs> we love that family so much simply because they're rich with their chest. They, we, they epitomize what we believe. Yeah. Be rich with your chest. Yes. Don't try to be humble about it. Don't try. Don't try going like you're this indie poor kid. There's nah. no point. There's no be point. Be rich with your chest. Just be rich with your you're chest. You're rich, kid. You know, be rich like, with your chest. you know why, for example, we love Mark Francis. On Made in Chelsea. Chelsea because uh, because he's just like uh, he's, he's so opulent with opulent his chest, with his chest. Mm. opulent with his chest we love it that's why we love Made in Chelsea because you got the odd person like Mark Francis or you got the odd person like um, who's uh, Mavers Mavers boyfriend what's his name J- what's his name James is this James is James? his name James I don't know I don't James. know but Mavers boyfriend he's rich with his chest as well he's when we yeah. saw him we were like yeah this guy's rich with his chest we like him <laughs> bless you oh gosh God forbid bad <laughs> Forbid that oh, thing. Just sauce is lot. So, so basically, sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> so guys, remember, sneezes are not a sign of corona. Just to let you know. So, anyways, um, normal week. <laughs> Where am I catching yeah, corona from? It's true. So basically, sorry, babe. Um, sorry, your sneeze um distracted. You were me. saying James is rich with yeah, his chest. Yeah. So basically, we really love that family. Anyways, so there's a video on Shadeborough, and um. <laughs> There was a picture taking a and there was a person taking a picture next to Copy's car. She's got a pink Ferrari, and I really love the rap because it's not just pink; it's like it's a special. Pink. It's a special type of pink. Do you mm. know what I mean? It's a cupping. And the thing is, if I, for that. example, just blanked it, bro. You said cupping. I really appreciate that. Yes, oh, thank you. A little bit of will go a long way, you know. <laughs> so, guys, there's, I actually love pink. So I like pink, but for example, when it comes to like my nails and stuff. I only wear dark colours, yeah? She wears the same... No, she wears different shades of that red that she's got on. Is red or like a... A brownish red. Brown, okay. Or reddish brown. Yeah, okay. You're, you're really coming for me, but I don't care. That's so fine. I mean, but yeah, but right? I remember speaking to my friend, yeah? I speak to my friend Demi and I was saying to her, if I decide I'm going to start wearing different colours on my nails, mm. it's most likely going to be pink because I love pink. Mm-hmm. So anyways... I saw, um, oh, and I said to myself I was going to be less handsy because I was like watching myself. I was like, why am I so less? Okay, I'm not going to be this handsy. Can you just, Let me just be fold free, my arms. Jerry? So basically. What, you say, she says she's going to fold her arms. I'll give it, I'll give it three and a half minutes. The, uh, the fingers will be back out there. You've got beautiful fingers. Let your fingers free, Jerry. Let your fingers be free. Let your arms and fingers be free. Okay. It's our podcast. What so is it? So basically, uh, Cuppy was. <laughs> Cuppy was walking to. Um, Towards her car, and somebody was taking a picture next to her car because obviously it's a Ferrari and it's buff. 
and it's pink. Mm. So somebody take a picture and she's like, ah, kill a share, baba. But she's like, ah, ah, kill a share, baba. And the thing is, because I understand what kill share is means, because my mom used to say kill, that. Kill on share. And I think everybody says it as well, yeah. So every, everybody does Nigerian kill says it. Share, so basically, um, I was like, oh, it's just a flex that she was now walking towards her car. And she's able to just say it, you know what I mean? Mm. And I was like to Mike, it's a flex. Speaking Yoruba is a flex. Speaking your language is a flex. So mm-hmm. if you speak any language that's your mother tongue and you can speak multiple languages, I think speaking multiple languages is a flex. Do you know what I mean? 100%. 100%. So I was like really in my feelings. I couldn't speak Yoruba, I couldn't understand Yoruba. Obviously I understood that, but it's almost like, you know, it's a, it's a typical phrase that... Nigerians use kind of thing so mm. I obviously one that you're know, very familiar with one that I'm very familiar with so I know familiar fa- phrases but I wouldn't say if somebody decided that they're gonna like break out in Yoruba to me I'm gonna be frank with you like I think you'll you pick up I'll be bit. able to pick up some of it but you know what's I weird the familiar, familiarity of you growing up with it means that you're not totally foreign to it i'm not totally foreign to it yeah like there's certain words and the thing is guys like i was i was actually born in nigeria yeah so i was born in nigeria came here when i was two would you what would you say babe i said i love you oh <laughs> hmm i'm gonna watch it back <laughs> hey and i will do you did so basically guys <laughs> i look forward to it <laughs> <laughs> you're so annoying you're so annoying <laughs> anyways as i was saying if I was really interrupted, I this is really weird, guys. But I have dreams in Europe. Don't don't ask me. Don't ask me why. Mm. I, I I I I just I, I I don't understand why. I don't understand how. I have dreams in Europe. So, and but and in my dreams, I understand, mm-hmm. and I speak it. So it's really complicated. I just so don't really, know. you actually do understand it. One could say you can understand it. I've tested you out so many times when we're watching like a piece of Yoruba content and you're like, yeah, is she saying this? I'm like, yeah, she is saying that. Or he is saying that. I think your issue is you haven't, You maybe you haven't had the opportunity to speak what you've heard, if that makes sense. Enough. Just like me, basically, but I've spoken a bit more than you have. I, I don't speak at all. Mm. Here's the thing, yeah, like, I want to be proficient. Pro- proficient. Proficient, <laughs> sorry, in, in speaking Yoruba. Like, I really want to be comfortable with it to an extent, at mm. least. And I want our boys to just be comfortable. There's one person that we used to be really, really good friends with, yeah? And, there's, and I really admired this about her. So her, so her kids are half Yoruba, half Sri Lankan. And if you was to see, if you saw, Sri Lankan, bruv. if you see their kids, her kids, honestly, they just look Sri Lankan. Mm-hmm. That's it. They look Sri Lankan. They've got Sri Lankan hair, Sri Lankan skin, everything. Sri Lankan, everything Sri Lankan. If you, if you, if, if you, if there was a lineup and you said to them, okay, um, pick out somebody and point to the, to the black person. Yeah. Let's say you you had her boys there. Maybe you had like some other, well, I don't know. You'd not pick her boys. That's what I'm trying to say. You'd mm. think that they're Asian or Sri Lankan or whatever. You would. They look absolutely they, Sri Lankan. Based, in my personal opinion, they actually look Indian. But I know no, they're they Sri Lankan. Lankan. I know they're Sri Lankans. <laughs> but I'm saying to the person, to like to an to an average person, they're brown, isn't it? They're just mm. brown. Yeah, yeah. So basically, brown, silky hair, everything. 
These boys can speak Yoruba with accents and they understand it so well. Mm. It's a flex! It's a flex! Because the thing is, yeah, just imagine somebody's trying to comfort like, mm-hmm, and then she just starts, she, you know, like, because Yorubas are very quick to, like, try to just make you feel somehow about maybe having, like, a mixed child or whatever. Because, you know, Nigerians are rude, let's be frank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So let's, let's just call it what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But then she just comes and she's like, and then her kids just come and they can just be like, just speak in Yoruba. And, mm. and then they, and, or somebody's trying to cuss them out in Yoruba. And then they just, and then they say something back like, hey! That goes snap. <laughs> oh my God. So in my, like, you can't actually talk to her anyhow mm. and you can't talk to her kids anyhow because they can speak it and understand it and they will also understand Tamil. Do you know what I mean? They'll understand Tamil. They'll be able to speak Tamil and they'll also be able to speak English. Multilingual. Yeah. Which is a flex. It's a flex, man. It's a flex. 100%. So I just, I don't know, man. I was saying to Mike, if what we need to do in this house... Th- my hands what we need to can do you just be free jerry what, what we need are you to, doing what we need to do in this house is mike has to be the because mike can speak a degree of europe i think you know a degree, of Europa, a degree that's of correct Europa. yeah so mike should be the only because if he speaks it every single day he will become very very fluent i will understand i would eventually start to understand it more and the boys will learn to understand it like mike um, ivan knows what mash a bit Mashibe. Mashibe. Because I'm always telling him to yeah. mashibe. Yeah, so he knows what that means. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, if we say, if if Mike speaks Yoruba around the house, as in, like, daddy speaks Yoruba, that's what we know now. Daddy's job in this house is to be the Yoruba speaker. That mm-hmm. is your job. Mm-hmm. Your job from this day, this day forward, daddy and husband, Yoruba speaker. I don't want you speaking English to me. I don't, and I've even told him, I've told him, he sounds sexy when he speaks Yoruba. I've said this so many times. And guys, this is, this is, people, this is the problem, yeah? I haven't had the opportunity, should I say the opportunity? I haven't, I haven't, haven't had the, the experience in speaking the language, like as much as I should be. This is the thing. So it's not a natural thing. So you know, like for example, speaking English is very normal. You wake up. English is English. It's comfortable for you. It's our language, isn't it? But with Yoruba, whereas... It's a language that you was that you're I, used to speaking. I grew up around. Yeah, yeah. I'm not used to speaking it. No, no, I'm talking about English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. English is the language you speaking. But yeah. with Yoruba, I grew because up around it. Because you said it's it. our language. Yeah. That's questionable. Let's not get political about it. But you know <laughs> what I mean, right? So it's, it's something that, you know, I'm, I'm used to speaking. Um, sorry, I'm used to listening to it, being around it. However... It wasn't a requirement of me to speak it. So it's not like I was ever in a situation where I I could only speak Yoruba. I was always able to speak English. And my parents as well, they spoke English to us most of the time. You know, they spoke Yoruba and we understood it, but we didn't, it wasn't really a, really a requirement to speak it. Now, there's only when I got to university that, you know, I had lots of like, you know, Nigerian friends who spoke Yoruba. I wasn't around them enough because I only really met them in final year, like in the last half of final year. When, you know, what, I don't know. I didn't do uni properly anyway, but that's a different discussion. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, they would speak it around me. And, you know, I'd understand, you know, I'd, I'd enjoy the banter and stuff, but I was never confident enough. And though they always pushed you, because I think, I think as well, learning your about at, at one point, you're just, you're basically the laughing stock, right? 
But when you get to a certain age, like, you know, 18, 19, 20, and you're around like actual mature, what, 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 fill me up. Where you're actually like around, you know, mature kind of like, you're actually more mature about it with with your friendship circle. They, they are, they're more encouraging, you know, and they're more kind of like tolerant of the way you pronounce things. They don't, they don't love you as much. So I think, yeah, I didn't have enough of that. And I feel like maybe if I had more African friends, Nigerian friends who spoke it, around each other I'll be more used to it because you know when you go to school and college and uni you're around those people all the time more than you and family so so yeah and this is what I'm trying to say is that I'm not used to speaking all the time so it's it's difficult for me to to maintain the momentum so there'll be days in this house where I can go a good day of speaking Yoruba and I'll be like yeah I feel good and then you know the next day I'll just slip because I can't pick up the momentum if, if, if you know, I can't maintain the momentum so it's you know it's it's a journey, um, but one blessing was speaking was we we're having a discussion over dinner just before we cracked the mics, and you know she was speaking fast. I'm like it's true. I don't want I don't want my children to be like her in a sense of just resent mm. resent her parents or not you know not speaking and not you know introducing them to the language to at least even understand it fully. If that makes mm. sense. And I guess my parents allowed they spoke it enough for me to understand it. So mm. I can understand a good relatively chunk of, you know, dialogue if it's mm. spe- being spoken to, but I can't speak it. But I can't, I can't, I can't speak it fluidly, confidently, if that makes mm. sense, because I just haven't had the opportunity. So, you know, while our boys are still very young, I can still actually like, you know, speak with them. Mm. And it's fine because, you know, we're all learning together. And things I don't know, there's so much resources are not online now. You know, I c- I'm sure I could find the information. I feel like I just need to really push to keep that momentum. Mm. that makes sense yeah definitely and the thing is it's like I think it's very important culturally for us to for the boys to be able to speak it like if they go to school for example they've got you know for example Ivan's got a friend that's Japanese I'm pretty sure that they speak you know yeah Japanese at home kind of thing he's Mm. got a friend that's he's got quite a few friends that are Asian pretty sure that they speak Asian at home do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, I say Asian, but because I'm just generalizing it. They speak their Asian language. So whether it's Gujarati, whether it's, you know, Hind, what, is it Hindi? Yeah, whether it's Hindi. Where, mm. What, like, there, there's several languages that, you know, that he, that his friends also have access to speaking. Mm-hmm. Scholars of Spanish friends, whatever, all of this stuff. And I feel like, it's important for him to have some form of closeness to his identity. 100%. All his friends, because his school was very cultural, so they, they've been making us bring in things with regards to his cultural background. Mm-hmm. And all his friends bring in their own cultural background stuff. And there was a point when they made us do a card and they wanted us to make a, Christmas, a, a celebration card, a card that... Um, our culture celebrates and we were like yo we don't even know so let's just make Chris let's just do Christmas because Christmas because the Jews do Christmas quite well <laughs> we do we let's do. be honest we do we do Christmas there might be some other, <laughs> other celebrations in there that we don't know about because we didn't really celebrate them growing up but we uh, well, Christmas is something that we do very well but you know his friends were able to do stuff like Diwali do you know what I mean mm. or like Hanukkah whatever do you know what I mean so his friends had all these like really cool holidays um, and we were like let's just do Christmas because I don't know <laughs> you know let's mm. do Christmas <laughs> but yeah so 
Um, but he's always talking about, it's actually interesting because his school's really trying to push this cultural stuff now. And I think it's really because of the Black Lives Matter march personally. Um, um, he keeps coming home and talking about Nigeria. And I think it's because they keep yeah, telling him that, oh yeah, you know, because he's obviously a four-year-old. So you always have to, what are you doing, babes? Sorry, I wanted to do style to check. But is my camera recording? Yeah. I'm well, just paranoid. Definitely recorded. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. I just probably, I was trying to basically put my glass in front of the screen to see, like, if I could see a reflection of the screen. But the, you know, the wine was just too red. Okay. I just asked this time. You next time, just do that. Guys, this is what I have to deal with. I've had to deal with this. Sometimes I didn't want to interrupt your flow anyway, of conversation. So, yeah. You know? So, like, he um, keeps coming home and talking about. Nigeria and I think it's because just like how all he's he's got like a you know all these friends from different cultural backgrounds his school is also talking about Nigeria to him like mm. oh you know so he's like telling them oh I had Nigerian breakfast and he gets really excited now because his school has really been hyping his culture whenever he you know we had yam and egg yeah for breakfast on Saturday yeah he was like this is Nigerian breakfast this is Nigerian food so he obviously goes to school go go back to school and tell them that he had Nigerian breakfast and we he, we also had ayamashe and rice yeah, boy, and oh, plantain the and he well. was like oh mommy this Nigerian food we're like yeah it's Nigerian food so then he goes and he obviously tells his teachers that he had ayamashe as well mm. do you know what I mean so he's like really getting excited about being Nigerian which is great because at, at that age when we were growing up that we, wasn't a thing it was not a thing they didn't it was just British yeah do you know what I mean wasn't a thing no one wanted to know yeah whereas in this school they're really trying to encourage everybody to understand and to own their, their cultural culture. identity 100%. which I really love so he's I think really it's great I think it's a great thing yeah so he's getting he's, he was just getting gassed like oh mommy is this Nigerian food like, yeah Baba, mm. like this is Nigerian food because let's be frank like it is yamin egg let's be frank it is, it is yeah it's very common in uh, we it's eat Nigerian it. breakfast, it's breakfast isn't it Nigerian yeah. breakfast it's our English is uh, the full Nigerian yeah <laughs> <laughs> the full Nigerian. Nigerian yeah so yeah so so yeah so he was really excited that he was able to go and tell his teachers that he had yam and egg and ayamashe and plantain and things like that and I feel like, you know, because they keep asking us, oh, does he speak another language at home? Because all of the other kids that have, you know, other languages, you know what I'm trying to say? They all yeah, speak I'm different sure. languages. So I'm like, sure. anyways, my main thing is that the boys grow up hearing it. And Ivan has a thing, which I think is amazing. When daddy says something, he just repeats it. Yeah. And that's how you learn. And he remembers it. And he remembers it. His brain it. is disgustingly he, he's like... So, he's so smart. He's so smart. Mm. So everything Mike says, he'll repeat it. Mm -hmm. And especially because it's like a different language that, you know, he doesn't hear that often yeah. at the moment. Um, I'm trying, just, man. I'm yeah, trying. He repeats it. He repeats everything. Mm -hmm. That's also why we don't swear around the boys because trust me, yeah. <laughs> don't repeat it. <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if Pete, if anybody's watched Tuddy for the Party. Um, it's got um, what's her name from? She used to be in the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Kim, Kim Soldak, whatever. And she's got a whole clan of kids. 
I, I, let me not use the word clan. She has got no, a whole. Call it what it is. She got a lot. She got a lot of bloody kids. She, she got a lot of kids. <laughs> She's <just> popping <laughs> them out. Pop, pop. She got lots of kids. Yeah. Literally, kid factory. Um, the reason why I don't want to call it clan is because she, people used to say that she was racist. So I just thought, okay, okay, okay. it's a bit sensitive. Nah. So, so let me just say a whole group of kids. Yeah. So whole team. A whole team, a football team of kids, and. <laughs> Like a lot of them, like, they literally swear like pirates. The whole, all of them. Yeah. And it's perfect, perfectly fine. It's house. normal. Here's the thing, yeah. Like, it's quite common. I've like, when, when, you know, when I've been around like some people's houses, I've seen that this way. But the thing is, for me personally, I'd rather our boys not swear. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, mm. maybe let, wait for them to get older when they're around, you know, people. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I'm so that it's not like, embedded in them when they're older and you now start trying to act like something you're not then it then it's something that you do you do for a short period of time Mm -hmm. and then you just think oh this is really not me and then you stop doing it Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. but if you start if you start swearing from a young age it's just something that's you're so desensitized to it it's like we are yeah basically you're (laughs) so me fucking 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 away oh wow (laughs) you see what i mean but why did you have to do that (laughs) Because I was so desensitized to it, it doesn't be, it doesn't, you know. <laughs> Anyways, guys, so that's the problem. <laughs> so, guys, like, we don't want them to be desensitized to it. So, we rather not say it around them, and we'd rather make it a thing that is not said in our house. And then, when they're older and they decide they want to go off and join bad gang, God forbid. No, and they're not going to join. No, bad but you gang. know, like when you're just around other people that they swear. Let's say you go to uni or you decide you're going to do a year, a year traveling and you're around people that they just swearing, 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 swearing. You're around mm. these people. You know, like for example, when I moved to UH, UH, sorry, when I started um, Hertfordshire University, yeah, um, uh, and after being in Cambridge for so long, I hadn't been around people that spoke slang. Like, it wasn't a thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I went to college in Cambridge, went mm. to Neverhalls College. It was, you know, it was okay. But when I got to Hertfordshire University, I was around everybody that was just slang, slang, slang. Mm. And I wasn't used to it. And people were calling me posh. They actually said I was posh. When, when I was in Cambridge, I wasn't posh. Do you, you know what I mean? It's our London-ish. You sounded like you, you wasn't from... I guess. Yeah. So, so then next minute I started saying slangy words. Do you know what I mean? But because... What are some of the slang words you'd say? Hmm. Did you say peak. I used to say peak. Oh, that's peak. Peak. Peak is a relatively new term though, isn't it? No, they used to say that in, in uni. That's peak. What else did I used to say? Peak. Um... Do you know what word you used to say a lot? What? Ish. 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 That's what he says. Ish. 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 Ish and peak. And I can't remember, but I'll pick up I picked up some of the words, isn't it? Mm. And it just Did became... you ever say in it? I don't know. In it. Yeah, mm. sounds like you'd say that. Yeah. Mm. So, anyways, yeah. So when I got to you basically universal Hertfordshire. Just say I'm just gonna say UH. Yeah. When I got to UH, I picked up a lot of the words, so I noticed that I started to sound different mm. to what I did when I arrived, kind of thing. And it was a bit weird for me. But then eventually, 
I just kind of kick. It was kind of like my accent became a mishmash of Cambridge and slang or whatever. Mm. That's basic. And that just became my thing, whatever. But what I'm trying to say anyway is that you end up becoming, you end up kind of becoming a majority of who you genuinely are instead of what you instead of what you've been around for a short sense. period of time. So if we if we bring up the boys to not necessarily be accustomed to slang word, I mean to slang or to swearing and things like that, it's not gonna be their natural like go to. It'll just mm. be kind of like a oh, you know, they might occasionally be like, oh shit, you know? And yeah. then like <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh shit. But then it's not gonna be a, a thing where everything is like effing and blinding all the time. Mm. It's just going to be a, oh shit, oh, excuse my French. You know what I mean? Mm. That's kind of... <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> that's, that's what I really pray for. So yeah, so I'm really praying that that's actually the thing with the boys because like with Ivan's, there was, for example, th- um, today, um, this week, he said something like, um, what was it? He wasn't pronouncing his T's for it. It's not hurting you. It's not hurting you. And I was, I was like... brushing Mateus's hair and... And Mateus was making a big thing of it because yeah. Mateus doesn't like his hair, hair getting brushed. And Ivan was like, Mateus, it's not hurting you. I just looked at Ivan. Excuse me? What did he just say? And then he just said, Mateus, it's not hurting you. And I was like, exactly. He tries it, man. He tries, he tries it. it. He tries it. Just like, because he's got people at school that says water. And then if he, he'll come home and then he'll try it. And I'll look but at that's him. That's a water. Excuse, where we go, excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> What was that? What was that? May, yeah, I, ha- may please I please have, have some, some water? water. Uh, uh-huh. Just because we, we talk like that doesn't mean you should talk like that. <laughs> We're trying to set a good example here. <laughs> talk properly do the you thing understand is, when we're around the boys because i don't know what mike just saying when we're around the boys we actually what do you uh, mean? we are we really do um enunciate our words we do but when we're talking to each other sometimes yeah, we and, don't what in front of them yeah for example when we're having a little bitch about someone oh okay okay yeah. and we go Ilia! oh yeah that's true yeah <laughs> but for the most part for the most part we are not if I talk to them yeah we're yeah. you know we're we're really just like aware. we don't swear we're trying we're trying to be very aware of you know how to speak very we're not CA, we're very coherent with everything we try our best we try mm. our best because at the end of the day we really want the boys to speak clearly 100%. So, sometimes when I watch Ivan speak I'm just like yes that's the dream he has a nice accent I've always loved, loved his accent, accent. Beautiful. Jeez. But yeah, so um, aspirational, aspirational. Yes, very aspirational. <laughs> but yeah, but the main the main thing is, um, we I say all of this to say that the boys are going to learn your other. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going to try extra hard. Um, obviously, I'm making myself accountable on international internet. So, I have no, yeah. Did I tell you about the time that basically my mum realised me and my brother we I, I was a teenager I think. My brother was like nearly a teenager. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, snap, these kids don't know Yoruba, you know. And then every time we'll go to somebody's house, by the way, she could have started speaking to us at that point. But every time we go to somebody's house, they'll be like, your kids don't understand Yoruba. And we got accustomed to that phrase as well. Uh, you know, when people start saying, you, you, mm-hmm. do you, do you Shabar Yoruba. Yeah, Shabar Yoruba. We'll know what they're saying because people ask us that all the time. Mm. We're like, no, we don't. And then um, my mum was like, oh, 
are really effed up because you'll see all her um, all her cousins' kids that can understand Yoruba and speak Yoruba back to their parents and still have a perfectly clear, like nice mm. English accent because mm. that was her main concern. So no, she, you won't have an English accent. I think her main concern in England. Her, I think her main concern was that we just won't sound. You know, yeah. which is you know, people are switching it up, man. People can switch it up, which I love. Literally, so, you go from hi, my name is Michael to he. Orokomini Michael. All right. <laughs> and I'm back to English again. Not a thing. So, I mean, <laughs> um, let them petty soak up, baby. Oh, babe, stop it. Let it flow. Let You're it flow. so annoying. Let it flow, baby. Oh, my gosh. I don't understand. Why this woman cringes all the time? When she's the one at the beginning of the podcast saying, this is my podcast. Anyways. A bit of profanity. Maybe some dicks and vaginas. Oh knows? my God. So guys. She's the one going, oh my gosh. Her favorite term as well, by the way, may I say. Oh my gosh. So yeah, guys. Uh, so Mike threw me off. What was I saying? Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, oh. No, oh. Ki- what, what, no, oh, what was I saying? <laughs> Yeah, say so your mom was concerned that you okay, might lose yes, your accent. Okay, yes. Okay, thank you. So mom was so that's so she then was like, "Oh snap, um, wow. these kids um, really don't understand your and can't speak your So she then started to send us to a Saturday school, a Yoruba Saturday school. How, well, this was when you were teenagers. Yeah, we were like, I was definitely a teenager. What's um, the, what would you consider? What age, roughly? Was you at that age where you had no interest in it? I was like. 13. Oh, you could have still got there. Oh, 100%. Sorry, I just realised I got a big scratch. But yeah, so um, that's why I said she could have definitely picked, and we could have definitely picked it up. So what happened? Probably was even, I was probably just, a bit younger, actually. school just a bit dead? It was dead. Like, and all they spoke was Yoruba. So basically, they spoke Yoruba, and it was like, you know, you know like how every day without fail, when Ivan comes home, mm. I'm making sure this boy's going to read, we're going to do some math. We're going to do so every tea. We're yeah. going to practice cello every tea. Okay, you've done school, but this is 2.0 school. Legit, <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's kind of like, I'm very, very like consistent on it. Like every single day we're doing this and he's used to it. He's absolutely used to it. Um, that's basically, that Saturday school was almost like, okay, so you've had a whole week of slacking off. <laughs> <laughs> now time for real school. Yeah, it genuinely felt like that. Like, they were ready to still, they had canes, you know. What? Did that you beat? Did you get beats? I didn't get beats. I think my mum told, told them that, she, um, that they're not wild. allowed to beat me. But I saw other people get beats. And this was in like. This is in England. In England? East wow. London. It was right opposite. Um, it was right opposite. Um, London. But it's fine. You, you know, can't really, we're, we're, you can't say that, that you know. We're not going to go back and forth about your, about your South. Listen, don't, so don't this even was, start because you know East is shit, but it's fine. So there was a there was a there was a um, hospital called Saint Ma- I think it was Saint Mary's Hospital or something like that I can't remember que- I don't know but anyways it's it was a there was a church right opposite this hospital mm-hmm. and the the Sunday school was um, the Saturday school sorry was actually up um, in the church anyways I just remember it being dead me and my brother would just laugh we'd be just laughing because we had this thing where we'd just be constantly laughing we found everything funny we used to find everything funny so we'd just be cracking up about everything and I think my mom told them because you know they probably asked her if 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 she can if we can be beat, beaten and she told them no maybe if we got beats we'll probably be able to speak Yoruba by now but I doubt it <laughs> 
<laughs> you'd have hated it even more and you'd have just, yeah. just despised despised it. True. Bruv, it's mad. But yeah, so I saw people get smacked with canes like we were in Lagos, that is mate. wild. Yeah. Like proper thin canes, you know, because they'll give ask you for your hand. Legit? Mm-hmm. Nah, fuck that shit. It's not happening. I don't agree with it. I don't, me neither. I do of, not. Course you, of course you won't learn. Well, why would you learn? We were just watching people, bare people get like smacked with canes. But yeah, but we that, that didn't last too long. I think we attended that place for like maybe a month and my mum just yanked us out yeah no maybe that was that was was never gonna work (laughs) ever but yeah all she could have done is just start speaking Yoruba to us and we would have picked it up by then yeah because like it was just be it's just intense it immersed us in Yoruba Mm -hmm. constantly just speaking to us Yoruba do you know what I mean you literally only had one parent legit so it's not like somebody else was gonna do you know what I mean no no legit sorry I'm really sorry as for our boys we'll, we'll do better we'll do better but yes so that's that really this still on the topic of is it summer Africanism because I feel like this is a this was a big discussion that Mike and I had this week based on like how our culture really has something against starting and stopping something. Mm. Just want to put it out there. If you start something and you change your mind halfway through because you don't, you realize you didn't really like it. It's okay. It's not for you. It's fine. Because the thing is our culture, I don't think it's only our culture though, because I had like a, a, um, I had a Bangladeshi friend and she used to tell me how her parents used to go apeshit about her starting something and stopping something, stop it, stopping that thing. And I, and, and I found a lot of similarities with my friends in China as well, um, you know, when I was trying to learn mm. language, which I'm going to go back to, but this pandemic has been a lot for me. I'm going to be frank with you, so I haven't really done any... I haven't done any Mandarin, to be frank. So I, I probably, I've probably backed to square one at this point. So anyway, so so my nose is very congested. Hold on. Did that bogey again? <laughs> so guys, I've been fighting with this. I've had <laughs> so bogey. much. It's so, it's so stressful. My nose, I've been so congested. And I'm like constantly like using cotton buds to remove these Super huge bogeys. I know this TMI, but super huge bogeys. Out. And now welcome to the real podcast, guys. Mm. Super big bogeys out of my nose. And it's stressful. And soon as we're talking TMI, um, I honestly, I'm really annoyed because basically I changed my phone. When did I get my new phone? Like, when Your did iPhone? I get my iPhone. When did I get it? Like, I'm curious to see where the TMI is going to come from. No, so, anyways, basically... My flow app doesn't have an um, updated information. So basically, I didn't know that my period was coming today. All I know is that I've been grumpy for like the past week. I've been really. What are you doing with your face? What's wrong with your face? Something's in my eye. Something's in my eye. I'm just trying to like, yeah. Yeah, you better just fix your face. I fixed it. I'm just trying to keep my eyes open. So guys, like, all I know is I've been really grumpy this week, been like, there was a point when I actually fell asleep in the car yesterday, <laughs> during the school run. Um, <laughs> I've been getting loads of cramps, but I just thought, 
okay, well, my the app said that I had five days till so my period. The and I thought, okay, well, it's just around the corner. It makes sense. And usually, like, it just, yeah, it just made sense to me. Because I put, I tried to put as much information as I could into my Flow app. And I don't know why it didn't, like, transfer all the information to my iPhone. But whatever in it. So, out of the blue, like, unprepared. Because I thought, five days? There's no chance it's going to start today. <laughs> wrong. R- wrong. Uh, ah, wrong. I had to throw. I just had to throw away from. I had to throw away my knicker now. What you throw, threw it away? I just threw it away. What you threw it in the bin? To, to be, yeah, I threw it in a bit. Disposable. But you know why I threw it away? It's not disposable knickers. But you know what? Anyways, it was a big size knicker. Anyway, remember it was the one I kept complaining about this oh, okay, morning. That would have fit. Yeah. So it's gonna go. So I Glossy have. Bless is all proper, like you know, trim now. So okay. So basically, I had this <laughs> knicker. Got to get an all new underwear. So I had these knickers, and they're like. I don't know what size they are. All I know is that they're Too huge. Big for you. Yeah, too, all I know is they're huge. But for some reason, I decided that it was appropriate for me to wear it, even though they kept falling down. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so uh, when, you, I, when you when you decided to wear them, were they big enough? I'm confused. Were they? Did they fit at the time when you put them on? What in the morning? Mm. No. So you just thought I'm just going to wear them anyway? Yeah, because I thought it's not like. I don't know. It's like whatever. And then blesses the one be like, oh, sorry. Every I'm five just, seconds. Sorry, my nikah is falling. Oh, no. oh, sorry. <laughs> so like, accurate. We'll be, we'll be walking and we'll be walking. It's like, so oh, accurate. Sorry, my nikah is falling. I just need so to. So accurate. Oh, I don't know why I wear this nikah. It's falling again. <laughs> oh, it's falling. Sorry, sorry. I think, why did you wear the big nikahs for? <laughs> Clearly, they're too big for you, love. <laughs> so accurate. Is it one of those things where you just you went into the drawer, took out the knickers, and like, yeah, this would do. But you know why? They just had to commit. Do you know why I decided to wear them? I like loose fitting underwear, but they were just that too was, loose. That was, that was a bit loose. Yeah, um, because I I don't I I don't I I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't, I don't like my area to be constricted. Do you know what I mean? Please preach. Like it's almost like my it's almost like Mike he. He, he he don't like briefs he I don't like briefs boxes. man so that's kind of like you know why I thought oh let me just wear them it's yeah. not it's not a big deal if you want loose feet and things just wear one of my super tight boxes isn't it put the CKs on just put them on no it's you feel cool. great for it trust me no I'm not gonna wear boxes it's, it's cool so yeah so um I will wear my boxes okay but I use a toothbrush Guys, please so, speak to your uncle, please. It's fine. Can you please speak to your uncle? Because it really. I don't know why she gets all cringe when this. I say she. Because it I say really she, bothers me that you. Why do does it bother you? There's been occasions. Okay, we have the same toothbrush. They look but exactly I put the a same. sticker on mine. Sometimes early in the morning, you, you can't tell the difference. It's not like you're a toothbrush. Can you please collect your uncle, please, guys? And my mouth has been in places where you know oh. they, you know, they shouldn't. No, oh, they should be. But you know, my mouth has been in places that you know people will consider not the same as the mouth. So what difference is using your toothbrush by accident? I really don't want you to use my toothbrush and I've told you this. I don't care. I really don't care. I really don't care. I kiss you every day, man. Trust me. If there was bacteria in your mouth, Guys, if there was bacteria your in your mouth, by kissing you, I would um, transmit the, transmit, I'll, I'll receive the bacteria, shall So what's the difference? It's disgusting. Unless it gets really icked out with like, oh, snap. Because do you know how it works for me? Sometimes I go into the bathroom all blurry eyes because sometimes I won't even wear my glasses so you know I can't see shit. <laughs> and then... 
<laughs> and then, you know, I just put the, put the thing on and be, I'm just brushing my teeth and I realize, ah, oh, that's my brush in there. This is clearly not my brush. But it's like, you know, I've got to commit now. So just, you know, finish the session. But I won't tell Blessing until after because then Blessing won't use the brush. So then I'll tell her like later on in the day, like, by the way, you just did brush today. And she'll be like, ah, why did you do that for? And you know, next point she'll forget and she'll use her toothbrush as normal. So technically we use the same toothbrush. Guys, we're gonna do an, <laughs> we're gonna do an update pet peeves um, episode soon. <laughs> now we have another one. <laughs> I need to remember to put that on my list. <laughs> Mike using my toothbrush, but anyways, it is what it is, man. It's not. It's what it is. It really isn't. It's so, not wrong. We're married, darling. We're gonna be together for at least the next hundred years. We, we hundred years? We don't have. What are you talking about? Well, said, this woman does never want to be with me for past the hundred years. <laughs> what is it? Who are you waiting for? <laughs> Who do you want to be with? Tell me. You are crazy. Why am I crazy for wanting to be with you for another hundred years? Do you don't like me that much? Babe, I, I love you. I really do. You're dickhead, bro. <laughs> You're dickhead. Don't worry. A hundred years will come. We'll see. Guys, you know why he says another hundred years? And I and I'm and I'm say and I always say, why do you say that? Because that would make us a hundred and uh, what a hundred and thirty. One, mm-hmm. that's obviously we're not going to be alive that long. I will. Okay. And you will too. No, <laughs> I'm not allowing you to die, bro. You be like, oh my god, I'm just so tired of this. Can I just die? Already? I'm like, why do you want to die? What are you waiting for? Oh my. <laughs> why do you want to die? What is there? Heaven, heaven is not going in the way. You know, it's it's going to be there. You know, statistically, men die before women. Well. I never really adhere to statistics. 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 Touche, touche. Yeah. Um, guys, um, I can't remember what I was talking about because this guy has been on one. I have been I've been okay. That's that's what I was gonna say. So basically <laughs> you've been on one today. <laughs> so basically, guys, we've like been talking about how we had this big discussion about how the culture, our culture, but at the same time, obviously, I've spoken to a lot of my friends and their culture, you know, it's similar as well. Mm. Um, Their families have a big thing about starting things and stopping things. And they like to make sure that from the very beginning, you're already, from a young age, you know what you're going to do in life. I think... And you continue to do that throughout the rest of your life. Yeah, our conversation was, it started from the fact that people feel a way about starting something later on in life yeah so it all started from coding it started from my coding so guys sorry I just want to chill out a bit more so I'm going to go just my microphone get the best sound so basically you know we mix and master these sounds so that's why it's always so crisp so let you know so basically um the thing was that I started to learn how to code when I turned 30 which was I've been coding now for about, for nearly two years actually. Um, but seriously in the past year. Yeah, seriously in the past year. And a lot of people that I've spoken to are just like, wow, I think it's really cool that you just, you know, decide that you're going to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And the thing is, is that I'm legit like 75% through an actual app. It's wild. Like I check it, I check it on my Android phone and it's working and I check my 
iPhone phone. And it's working like what? iPhone phone. I, uh, my iPhone, sorry. My iPhone and it's working. And I'm like, yo, like, Legit. I did that. It's a proper app. <laughs> you know what I mean? Obviously, I'm like, dealing no, no, with... I've tested it as well. Like, it actually, it It's works. an actual app. Like, <laughs> you press the buttons, it works. Yeah. I'm still shocked. It does what but, it does. you know, obviously, there, I'm dealing with errors and stuff and it's headache. But what I'm saying is, is the fact that it's an Not app. Not too late. Yeah. And, and what... And what I was saying is that it's never too late to decide that you want to start something. Mm. And I said, if I want to be a coder, a freaking actress, a freaking author, mm-hmm. a freaking podcaster, mm-hmm. what else? What else again? Porn star, um, cricket player. I hate you. I really hate player. you. Do you know it? Yeah? Why do you, you have, have to the... ruin it? What? Why do you have to ruin what? it? Why do you have to add porn star? I'm not. I'm not knocking anyone's hustle. If that's what you do for a living, do you, boo? All I'm saying is, do you know the other day? Sorry, slightly that slight digression, but it's actually still on topic. I actually sat down and watched a whole squash match in 4K. It was it was brilliant. Basically, it was like this um, this uh, squash match that was happening in Saudi Arabia, Abu Dhabi. Wanted to, anyways, like the squash world championships. These guys are brutal. They'll like probably get emotional when like they hit the wall right and things like that. It was cool. But yeah, you could be a squash player. What I find really epic is how, for example, I feel like unknowingly, my mum's brought up a, a, um, a bunch of hippies because, <laughs> because look, with me, like I'm doing all of this stuff and I've got, there's way more stuff that I do as well. So I'm not going to bother to go into it, but I do a lot. But then with my brother, my brother, he's what? um, He's um, basically a doctor. He's got Cheeky, which is like, you know, these beautiful like CBD. Beautiful CBD central candles. Yeah, these amazing um, candles that he does. Like he made them by hand. Yeah, he makes them with his own hands. Um, What else again? He does hot yoga. He (laughs) does. He he's also um he's he's also an, um he's he's authored loads of like recent medical research mm-hmm. and stuff. He's also um what else again? What else again? Because the guy the guy is quite versatile himself. Yeah, he's a poet. He's a poet. Yeah. Um, he's a, a singer songwriter. No, no, <laughs> no. He, I swear, he's, he's no, he's not. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Uh, but what I'm saying anyways is that oh he's finance as well finance yeah a financial is yeah financial advisor as well like what I'm trying to say is the fact that if you want to and out of the blue because he's with the financial advisor stuff like he's out now like just decided that actually I'm interested in finance I'm going to start studying that like why not you can do it bruv do whatever you want to do do you boo do you who's going to check you who's going to check you and then we were saying so this is the problem in our in our culture we're going to speak for our culture is so with regards to myself i went to university and i studied economics and law why because i didn't love it because my parents wanted me to study economics. my parents wanted me to be a banker and i went through the whole phase of you know um hey don't finish that one by yourself don't be greedy man don't be greedy Fill me up. Trying to, trying to, trying to finish all the while while I'm talking. That's how they are, you know, bruv. Who's they? You. You better just put some respect on my name. So I'm putting the rest of the. Okay. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. So you know, 
I went through the whole, you know, highs and lows. I wanted to do, do the CFA. So, you know, I spent, you know, a few grand a lot of money. Books, I remember you a worked lot of money that so I didn't, hard. I didn't have. Yeah. You and worked, I could have spent you on something else. Lot, you worked very hard to um, pay for that and you didn't even use it. I was The books came. Appalled. They were like, they were like <laughs> 10 books that you had to read. And there was the exams and there was like these weekly meetups over in London. Mind you, I was in Portsmouth. Um... And all because, you know, I, I really wanted to please my parents, but really deep down, I, I didn't like the shit. I didn't like it. It wasn't your thing. And I all. found economics, you know, useful because in the, in, our latter, in our latter life has been, I'm aware of certain things, but I didn't find myself, I didn't, you know, picture myself really working in any form of corporate finance industry or, you know, being an economist of any form. But, you know, this is what my parents wanted or being a lawyer. In fact, no, it wasn't even my thing. Um, but, because like I was too, I was too scared of what my parents would say with regards to you know, I don't really want to do law, and at the same time I don't really know what I want to do. I mean I'm only eighteen, I don't fully know what I really want to do in life. I know I love design, but I'm not going to go to school to learn to design because I can already design. It's just a matter of having experience. I gathered, I knew that quite early on, but you know I could have done something that used my artistic skills. I could have done architecture. I could have done some form of architecturally technical course that would have meant something you know what i mean that you kind of mm. need a de- need a degree for like you definitely need a um a degree to be an architect even though i was watching grand design the other day and some guy learned to build a house on youtube <laughs> and mike was like i can, I can do, do that shit i can do that i can do that is that is that it he just watched it YouTube. yeah i learned my whole career on youtube bruv i could do that not a thing mike got gas yeah bruv we're gonna do it we've been discussing it like <laughs> no I, I i have not to discuss that uh, you know, i could do technical drawings you know uh, someone sent me some technical drawings the oh other day and I, and I you know i i um, chill out i recommended a few changes and i'm like i could do that illustrator not a thing you know what guys, I mean? like, this, is what it's I easy. this is what i have to do with yeah, guys. yeah yeah like it's not a thing bruv so anyways um what, what i was saying was yeah, because I, I, I was too, I was too kind of ashamed. Kind of, you know, I've spent all this money, I've gone this far, I've gone to university. Are you right? There, you're a bit tight, hold on. Hmm? I just noticed that. Um... Yeah. Okay. Um, it's because I move my head a lot. Yeah, you saw the camera shake. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you move your head a lot. Guys, this guy is like always on. As I was saying, He's always on. I one. didn't say anything. I just said you move your head a lot. You turned the sexual because you're horny. Um, so as I was saying, um, yeah, you know, I spent all this money. <laughs> I spent all this money and I didn't want to do it. And at the end of the day, I ended up failing the exam. I didn't study. Um, I didn't, you know, I did all right at uni. Nothing too proud to be proud of, to be honest. I didn't use the degree. The degree is just there. Certificate is there in, in love somewhere. I don't really care about it, to be honest. But because... I didn't want to like look somehow in front of my parents and hear that, oh, you is that something that you don't finish or why do you spend all this money kind of thing? It's like, I was in this area of my life where I just didn't know what I was doing. Limbo. Limbo. And I think that's a terrible place because I feel like our, our, our parents or our culture don't, don't, don't push you to just do what you want to do because at the end of the day, no one really knows what they want to do until they're actually in it. And the thing is, you know what's actually funny? Our parents were the... Is mad. They were the master pioneers the, of doing everything. They were the pioneers of just My doing everything. My mother was a fashion designer. Then she was a nurse. 
Then she uh, was a hairdresser, and then she became. I'm ready for. Then she became a doctor of of of, of podiatry, which is doctor of the feet, and then um, she became a wedding dress consultant, and then a wedding planner. And apart, I mean, mm-hmm. and then you know, when I just said I don't want to do banking anymore, I want to do. Have design. you not forgotten salon? owner yeah hairdresser okay and you know and then you know when i said i wanted to become you know i didn't want to do this i want to do design i was like ah but you are started this you need to focus on something you know and it it bring it just causes anxiety yeah and at at one point you just end up not enjoying life and not you know finding who you truly are Mm. and what i was saying to blessing was what i admire about her was don't give a fuck (laughs) like blessing has done many things in, in pursuit of finding what she loves and in pursuit of finding herself. And I feel like, no, and, I wish... And I think you spend the rest of your... You spend the majority of your life finding yourself. Like, yeah. you, for the people that think that they've actually already found themselves, okay, but yeah, the thing yourself. is, with your life, you're going to continue to grow, you're going to continue to change, and mm. you're going to find new things that you love, find new things that you're interested 100%. in. And if you're if you're somebody who's proactive like me, like, once I've, I'm interested in something, I'll be like, right... Where do I start? What do I need to do? What do I need to read? What do I need? What, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How do I know more? How do I find out more? And how then I experience. How do field. I? Do you know what I mean? How do I gain more knowledge? And then what happens is you you start diving into that a bit more. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's what I tend to do. So I'm really interested in learning new things. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in gaining new skills, and I feel like those new skills that I've gained for those skills that i've gained throughout my life they're going to be applicable in all areas of life so you know when somebody says to you oh you can't keep starting something and stop it and you can't just be somebody who keeps starting something you they have completely neglected the fact that this that um, even if you only did two weeks or two months or one day Mm. of that thing that you started and did not Mm -hmm. finish Mm -hmm. you have gained a skill that is going to be applicable in anything else that you can do in life to the camera babes you have gained a skill that is going to be applicable in anything that 100%. you want to do in 100%. life. So don't let anybody tell you that, oh, you keep starting and stopping something. Oh, you, no, you haven't finished that something. Never, that you, you're the person that wanted to be a DJ one minute. Yeah. Now you want to be a dentist another minute. Now you want to be a Which one, one now minute. again? Which one again? Now? Which one again? Now you want to be a bodybuilder one again? minute. Which now one you want again? to be tennis. If now I, you're a boxer. out of the blue, I said to Mike here, by the way, if out if out of the blue I just I decide that I'm gonna be become a UFC fighter because you know this is, there's an ongoing fight that G Bems, which is my alter ego, what <laughs> is going to one day decide that we we are gonna be UFC we're gonna be a UFC fighter. No, said, no, you're, you're gonna be. UFC I'm, I know, I know. I was joking. Let's go, so, champ. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I said that if I decide I want to be a UFC fighter. I'll become the best UFC fighter that there's yeah. ever been because I'll really apply myself. I'm going to get myself a coach. I'm going to really, really go ham with my fitness, mm-hmm. go ham get with my nutrition, get used to getting banged in the face. I'm like, mm. come on, punch me in the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, do you know what? If you turn around, see what it's be UFC, so I'll be like, let's go, champ. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, champ. You better be champion, world champion. Do you know what I mean? So, like, the thing is, if you get banged in that pretty face, you better be world champion for it. That's it. Like I said to Mike here, that if that's the case, he's just going to have to support me and stand by me. It's like, let's go. go. I'm ready. And I feel like everybody. Plus, you can power slam me in bed. I think everybody needs to have that energy. Like, everybody needs to have that energy to mm-hmm. be ready to learn new skills, gain new skills, and not feel a way about starting something and stopping something. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, you might start something because you think, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And you realize that um, down the line that it's just not you. 100%. 
And that's okay. That's fine. Perfectly fine. By the way, I just want a quick diversion. Um, when I say pass that me, I just meant, you know, I play for us being more interesting. <laughs> so, but, you know, it's fine. I feel like it's perfectly fine and perfectly acceptable to start something and realize actually. I don't really like it. I we have really a like friend it. who's really into the environment. Yeah. You know, she works in a really top company. Well, I yesterday other round the the other day turns around and says to us, ah, "It's not what I thought it was." You know, mm-hmm. don't think it's for me, and that's fine. What do you want to do? I think I want to make perfumes. Do Shit. you? Can I try some? But listen, you know I love perfumes. I'll be your ultimate and like candles. tester, like, bruv, send it. Start making it. Come on, come back to London. Make the make it. You know, we're locked down. You got time. Mm-hmm. Craft your. You know. Perfect your craft. That's you never it. know, you might become the most amazing perfume in the world. That's it. Perfumier. Yeah, is that the term? I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully but, it is. But yeah, so like, I think that what we're trying to say really before we close up is yes, that... We, we are not closing up. What do you we mean? Bare time, bro. <laughs> bare time. What do you mean bare time? 56 minutes. Bare time. <laughs> I, I think... The hour's not complete. <laughs> I think... Um, that what we're trying to say anyways is that honestly if you want to start something and you've decided it's not for you that's okay mm-hmm. if you want to be if you want like what the type of advice that we're going to give our boys is that if whatever you're interested in just make sure you you you, you apply yourself and you be the best and you be the best that's the advice and that then we're after give you them. be the best after you're the best if you realize that I don't think I, I don't see this being a long term thing. I don't. It's, it's okay. perfectly fine because you have the skills, you've gained the experience, you've met who you need to meet, and you can take that, move on to the next thing. Because the thing is, as long as you keep moving, keep moving, you keep moving. No skill is a skill that's going to be completely um um what's the useless. No, no nothing contact. Is Nothing's wasted. No contact is a useless contact. No. You know what I mean? If if you approach people with class and humility, then you've now gained friends or gained contacts in a certain field that you might think that might be useless, but down the line, you might find yourself in a situation like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I know somebody in this situation. Yeah, I, I know somebody know who that, does that. I know somebody who does that. You just give them a call and then now you're this person that knows people. Mm. And that's it. That's it, bro. That's it. That's it. And the, it, like... I just don't like the whole premise of, oh, you start something, you stop it. it, it, it. Like, yeah. that really You can't focus me. on one thing. You can't I don't focus know what on one thing. What's what you? are you DJing now? Okay. Okay. But you were dentist, Wait, I remember when we were doing our magazine. You were, you know, all these things. Babe, you keep mentioning porn songs. I just want to say Is this you your aspiration? So what? Like, you need to be honest with our, with our audience. What? Is this what you aspire to be? You aspire to be a porn star? I think I'm a, I think I'm a great porn star in the bedroom. Guys, man, come and collect your uncle, please. You need to collect your uncle, man. <sighs> Do you know what though? You what? Let me. I think that's a bit too. I think that's TTM, man. <sighs> this guy, man. So yeah. So basically, what I'm saying is that the advice that we're going to give our boys, you need to chill out, babes. I, you need to chill out. I'm very chill right now. So the advice that we're going to give our <laughs> boys is that whatever they want to be, it doesn't have to be 
a long-term plan. Mm. You know what really bothers me as well? Sorry, this is, this is still connected. But how do they expect somebody at the age of 18 or even 17, because sometimes you're starting to look into your university options and things like that at 17. Mm. How do they expect somebody at 17 to make the decision of what they want to do for the rest of their life? Another thing is, sometimes the decision that, you, that you're making, the decision, that you, the decision to go to university, you have to actually make the correct decision for um, the you know, A-levels or college mm because sometimes the the a levels that you do or the college course that you do might not actually allow you to get into the course that you think that you want Mm -hmm. at the age of 18 so technically you're making this big decision at what how do you when you finish your life life decision affecting decision at 17 18 no 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 no. i'm talking about is because you know when you decide that you're going to pick your your a levels because sometimes the A levels, if you don't get have the correct A levels, that won't get you into the correct, the correct course. course. So sometimes, so technically, you're having to pick what you want to do for the rest of your life after at GCSE age. So what's that unless like? You unless you don't perceive it as what you're going to do the rest of your life, and if you know if you if you've been raised by us, then it's just you know what you're going to do in the next stage of your life, right? That's true. Mm. I feel like. That's something that we are going to because with our kids, we said that we really want to encourage the kids, um, our boys, to do gap years. Yeah, hundred percent. Because we did a gap year, I yeah. think my life would have been so much easier. Yeah. So I wish that I allowed. I wish that I. <laughs> what are our parents hearing gap years? Are they listening to gap years? What is gap? What gap year? What is that? The thing is, you know why some people won't like the idea and concept of a gap year is because when they go to university, they're not going to be going with their age mates. They're going to be going with people that are younger than them. I think... And I, I was... The thing is, I didn't do a gap year, but I went with people that were younger than me because I, did, I had to redo my GCSEs. Funnily enough, everyone I went to school with were at least a year older than me. Really? Yeah. Like, like Alex was my only friend who was the same age as me, but all housemates who were like all first year, they were, all, they were older than us. Interesting, yeah, but yeah, so like, I feel like but uni, nothing, nothing really about age in uni, yeah, boys, you know, whatever year you are, you're, yeah, I feel like we're definitely going to encourage the boys to do gap years, travel the world, do work in different environments, you know, do some charity work because that's what people do in it, do some charity work, <laughs> maybe be a nanny, like, just. Mm. Do some stuff, man. Do some adventurous stuff. Yeah, grab some put, adventure, your, man. put yourself in some situations. Have some international pussy. I'm joking. Um, uh, no, no. You're not joking. So you roll your oats, man. So you roll your oats. The reason why I say this year, like, I'm, you just I, be protected. Yeah, use protection. Do, do, I said that. I said that in a jokey way. But you know, like at the end of the day, like. It's better to just do what you got doing it and then like get it out of your system. Do you know what I mean? Like by the time I got to university, I had already done all like the raving that I wanted to do. Mm. So when I got to uni, even though I still raved to a degree, I didn't feel like it was like, oh my gosh, you I need to do control. it all you the time. Like, I mean, system. I still was out of control because I was like going to raves and coming back home at like six o'clock and then going to my job. That's the uni life though. You know, going back. Burn the candles at both ends. Because like, I, 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 guys, this is so funny, but... It's not funny, but basically, I went to. A, there was one time that I had a an exam early in the morning because I was an invigilator. I know <laughs> it's a random job, but basically, <laughs> in your bag, yeah, 
always in my bag. So basically, I went to some international. I, I said international. I went to a a rave in Birmingham, and it was so it was like a coach. So they called it a coach party or whatever. So we, so by the time we got back it was to like pre-Rona times, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got back to so by the time I got back to UH, it was like six o'clock. But I so I didn't have enough time really because I had to get to the exam the exam was all the way I said all the way but it was I had to go on the bus because I was a driver to Boreham Woods so like sitting on the bus to Boreham Woods was a long journey I don't know why because it's still within Hertfordshire but it was a long journey and I got there and (laughs) then I was an invigilator I had to get there quite early because the exam was very early and stuff um but yeah I do you know doing my hustle man went straight from exam straight from um raven to the exam hall and they didn't even know i probably yeah thankfully at the time i wasn't um i didn't drink that much yeah yeah so yeah so it's not like i was hanging i was just tired yeah but yeah but yeah man like um what the main thing that i want for the boys anyways is for them to know somewhat of what they're interested in for their Mm -hmm. next stage in their life so after they have like a year of traveling the world do whatever they need to do then they come back to the to to civilization now come back to reality and decide okay so you know what i'm really interested in i'm really interested in environment i'm going to decide to do this or you know what i think i'm going to just do drama or you know what i think i'm going to do sociology so i can understand how Mm -hmm. people how different people you know different all that type of stuff Do, do you know my sister just before she left for the states uh, she's going to go to uni here in in in, in the UK, um, and um, she enjoyed drama. So her course is going to be law to appease our Nigerian parents with drama to appease herself. It made I thought sense. it was genius. It was genius. It was absolute genius. Yeah, it was genius. Honestly, she was before her time. Before her yeah, time. Before her time, man. <laughs> genius <laughs> i should learn from that yeah she's yeah. genius she's a genius but yeah like for me personally i feel like i just want the boys to not be afraid to explore be af- different yeah. areas of their skill set yeah and the thing I is you know what really ones. bothers me what bothers me the most is that this world encourages everybody to put themselves in the boxes mm. like limit yourself I'm, I'm sorry am i boring you no you're not I've just drank a lot. Anyways, I don't like how this world encourages everybody to put themselves in the, into a box. Mm. You know, whether it's with regards to relationships, whether it's with regards to career, whether it's anything. Mm-hmm. You always have to put yourself into a box. But why? Why? Why do you have to put yourself in a box? Yeah. What if you want to be... a ver- Like, a lot of people are multifaceted. A lot of people 100%. have so many skills that it's expected for them to explore those skills. 100%. I don't understand why we have to limit ourselves to one thing just because it makes you feel comfortable or just because it makes you happy. It doesn't really make any sense to me. 100%. Like, anyways, yeah. It's mad. And the moral of the story is, it's okay to start again and learn new things. That's it. That's it. Do you boo. Do you boo. So guys, thank you guys for listening. Honestly, Miss Redding has really slowed me down today. I'm not sure if you've noticed. But um, if you want to 
Oh gosh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. follow us on YouTube because you we're sh- YouTube now. We're YouTube. Parent Cocktail Hour. Yes, um, Parent Cocktail Hour. Or if you search the PCH podcast, you might you should also find us because yeah. you put that in the. But you're most likely to find the Parent Cocktail Hour because there's I discovered there's another video series called the PCH podcast. Really. <sighs> Honestly, YouTube. <laughs> so yeah, the Parent Cocktail Hour. Um, but on the rest of the platforms, the PCH Podcast, um, if you want, you can just go to our website and that's the pchpodcast.com or the parentcocktailhour.com if you want to write the long thing. Um, but yeah, guys, like we're on everything. But if you want to find me personally, I'm Blessing Platinum on Instagram. So that's B-L-E-S-S-I-N-G and platinum as in the metal. So that's P-L-A-T-I-N-U-M. And if you also want a bit of, a bit more of me, that's also on the Twitter. That's the PCH Podcast Twitter account. That's all me. It's all her. It's all me. All, all 1,400 plus um, tweets. I don't know what all she's me. tweeting about, but bruv, it's all her. I'm literally on it every single day. Literally. So if it, she represents both of our views, somewhat. <laughs> uh, no, somewhat. I represent my own because you're not the same. You don't have the same somewhat thought pattern as I do. Somewhat, like uh, let's not get into it. It's the end of the podcast. What was you gonna say? No, no, because if I said something, start something, it's gonna you know trigger a new conversation, and you know, fair play. You're not you're not in that um, frame of mind to uh, ha- have it out with me. So I'm not. It's cool. <laughs> Like, for example, Blessing might think, you know, it's okay for people to, if they're, you know, not married, they're still technically single. But, you know. We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> that's next week's conversation. That's something I don't personally agree with. But, you know, to each their own. To each their own. Right, my love? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it was me, right? Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah f- guys follow me on Instagram uh, my Instagram handle is at MichaelWilliamsLDN um, I'm somewhat regular uh, I'm definitely very regular on the weekend so every Saturday I have a little mini vlog with myself and Blessing and the boys it's cool tune in follow my boys are cute you know I'm just you know rec- collecting video logs of these guys so i can have embarrassing photos and videos of them when they're young when they're older so ha 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 to me um i'm also on twitter from time to time may argue with a few vegans who knows that's how i'm feeling on the day um <laughs> i don't have a problem with veganism i just have a problem with some people who happen to be vegans Oh but you know that's a different conversation in itself. We have we have a we have a new sister-in-law that sister, no no she's an exception. I love her. Yeah. she's I don't have a problem with her at all. Yeah, not a problem. But there's some people who have interesting views, but just happen to be vegan, and that's the thing that they have in common. But you know, my um, Twitter is where I find them. But hey, um, my Twitter handle is at mwldn. For everything else, if you want to get in touch with us, if you want to leave a voice note, website. go to the website theparentcocktailhour.com or the pch the pchpodcast.com is all there if you really love us please make sure you leave feedback um or comments or yeah, you got to do all that the whole comment subscribe comment like yeah subscribe thing. to the youtube channel smash the like button yes yeah, smash the like button and even uh, if you, you just know. put an emoji on the comment section that'd be great yes, for our it really helps our algorithm it helps the algorithm. and also 
hit the notifications icon so yes. you can be alerted every time we upload a new video. Yes, please. Oh, I'm cringing as I say it, man. Please, please. No, but we have to take it. No, but I'm saying, like, if you like the content, if you know, like people it, will naturally subscribe, right? Yeah, it's true. I don't so want to force you to do share it. share it with every single person that you know. Yes, that um, I do ask you to. Yes, and um, on the App Store as well, um, please, please, please yeah, leave some reviews. feedback. Yeah. And leave... We're on Apple or on Oh, don't leave feedback if it's bad because I don't want to leave... I don't want to read it. No, I'll just delete it. If you want to give us... If you want to give us constructive feedback, please send us an email on our website. Yes. The email just is on our website. Don't give us constructive feedback on the review section. Um, the, that's only for positive PR. Yeah, I mean, that's a pagan thing to do. Yeah. Come on. This is only positive PR for that stuff. Yeah, so you... So if you want to leave... If Public, to, positive, private, constructive. That's it. So if you want to leave a nice, beautiful review saying how our shit don't stink, yeah, you should definitely... water, all good. All of that stuff please put a nice five-star review on any app store yes. that you're using. Mm-hmm. But if you want to give us beautiful, constructive feedback, send us an email and we will read it and we will consume it and we will use it. Yes, DMs, yeah, all that stuff. All of that stuff. Yes. Until next week, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week. Ciao, bye. Nah, it's my line, man. You say, say bye. Ciao. Okay, bye.